everyone and welcome back to another episode of Free and Zion. I am your host Zion. I'm your cousin, your soft side of the kingdom cousin. And I have my soft side of the kingdom cousin and now your unofficial cousin, Raven Washington, Hello. author, prophetess, evangelist, <laughs> woman of God. Yeah, yeah. Yes, woman of God. Yes. Um, just a little disclaimer before we get into the episode, y'all. So, we are outside. We was trying to do it up for y'all. We was trying to be different in this episode. I have a pool in my backyard, so you're going to hear the filter. Um, so, if you hear water, just just take it as a serene spa vibe. And if you hear the planes, just take it as we about to fly overseas. Yes. So, get your neck pillow. Yes. Get your snacks. <laughs> get your ginger ale. Because we're going up, Get your peanuts. Because we're going Oh, oh, oh. In the natural and in the spiritual, yes. baby. Yeah, yeah. So just just go along with it. We got our little ginger ale and a wine glass because we fancy. Our mocktails. Cheers. Mocktails. Cheers to us. Doing it up. We're big, really doing this. Big wogs. And a wog is a woman of God, for those that don't know. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I'm I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for coming, girl. I am excited to be here. I feel like we have so much to talk about. We have so much to unpack. You guys are in for a mother freaking treat. Oh a my god. Treat. A big treat. <laughs> Not a little one. All right, y'all. Y'all know I'll be thirsty, so if y'all hear my little ASMR, just go along with it. I love an ASMR. I and love we love it. a good we love a good plane. Y'all hear the plane? We going overseas, baby. We going abroad for the kingdom. All right. So the topic for today is uh, we want to talk about transition. So if you if you are watching the visual right on YouTube, then you would see that we have um, Raven Washington's books. So she's an author, guys. Um, she has wrote many books. The same way our father has many mansions. Yes. She has wrote many, many, mansions. many books. Okay. Um, so tell us a little about yourself. Oh, so. What made you become an author? Like. Honestly, I have been writing pretty much my whole life. My favorite thing to write was personal narratives growing up. Um, and poetry. I had many poetry books. I don't know mm. where they are now, but I had many poetry books. Um, what started. What. A, what did it make? Oh, I'm trying to think what made me write a book. Oh, actually, I was with uh, my former partner and we were both laughing about how we were both raised differently. Mm-hmm. But um, we still went through similar experiences going through like black trauma. That's so we would always make jokes about it. We always said like, we're going to write a book. We're going to write a book. Mm. But then one day, like I ended up laying in bed and I wrote like a children's book. And mm. I wrote it and then I'm like, what do I do with it? So I just started right. Googling how to like publish books. And that's how I came up with my first book, The Big Brown Tree. The rest wow. after that was like history, history. Yo, but that just yeah. shows you like when you really like, like nothing is impossible. Nothing. Even when you come from things that may seem like, girl, that ain't, that's not possible for me. God makes a way. Out of no way. Out of no way. I literally way. did not know what I was doing. My goodness. My first couple of books, they're so ugly to me because I didn't know what I was doing. Girl. But it got better. And know? now? It definitely got better. It definitely got better. <laughs> big better, big better. <laughs> so, all right, y'all. We are going to talk about transition. Let's do it. Because clearly what you just explained was 
I heard childhood trauma. Yes. I heard relationship. You heard former partner. Former, for, <laughs> former, former partner. We love to use that word partner, huh? We love to use the word partner. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Good and bad. <laughs> and um, I heard where you are now and how it was ugly. But now it's not. <sighs> so ugly. Girl. So ugly. Girl. So many tears. Girl. So many swollen eyes. <laughs> Girl, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Where do we start? Where should we start? So, okay. I want to jump right into the meat and potatoes. Okay. So, for those that that does not know... <laughs> I'm not an appetizer chick. Listen, <laughs> we, want the meal. we want the main course. And I am the main course. She's the main course. It's me. It's her. Tis her. So, um, if you do not know her, if you are new to this and not true to this, Raven has a story. And I'm sure a lot of people would relate to her. And that's why I think her writing books is just so awesome. So... You struggled with your sexuality, and you talk about it in your books. Yes. And I just think that that is so inspiring, so raw, so honest, so needed um, right now. Um, just, just the simple fact that you felt like you had a struggle. Mm-hmm. You overcame the struggle, but just because something was a struggle in the past doesn't mean it doesn't come back up in your it's mind still, it's still a struggle you know what I I'm saying oh um, child should I start from like childhood we could or? we could we could we could unpack that okay so growing up for me has never been a walk in the park like ever um my mom she went through like a lot in her life my mom went through a lot of trauma at an early age um so growing up my mother didn't really know what love was so mm. she then had a couple of us. Yeah. My mother even adopted some kids, but she had us to try to change the narrative in her life and show us love. Mm. But you can't give somebody something you don't know. Wow. So that's where the peak of these, this thing started. Um, just looking for love from my mom, um, mm. looking for support. And my mother's not a horrible woman. Um, she's right, she's right. not a horrible person. She's just not a healed person. Yeah. And when you do not heal and you're cut, you bleed on others. So my Jesus. whole life, wow. I was bled on. Wow. My whole life. So um, that's where it started. Um, I was into church. Yeah. I love me some. I love the Lord. I wanted to be mm. a pastor. In middle school, they would call me Pastor Raven. Wow. I guess I'm just gonna jump around to like what I remember. But um, I used to be called a pastor back in my day, and um, I loved the Lord. But it was just always something missing, and yeah. I didn't really know how to get to God the way I do now. Wow. So when I was in middle school, a young lady she came up to me. And she tried to get with me. Mm. And my first response as like a 12-year-old, 13-year-old was like, you are the devil trying to steal my Newington. Period. <laughs> Come on. You better. She's trying to distract me from being a pastor and we can't do power. it. So <laughs> that's what it was. But I started to dream about her. Mm. I started having dreams about her. Okay. Um, I started to think about her more. And mm-hmm. next thing you know, I opened Pandora's box yeah. and I started to deal with her. Yeah. And we started, we messed around for a little bit. It was like a short-lived relationship, but it was so impactful because it opened me up yeah. to something great. Um, great, not in a, in a great way, but, yeah, you know, yeah, just something great, big, something, something major, big. yeah. So, um, we're, like, dealing with each other, and she goes, she gets sent to a group home. 
Mm. She gets sent to a group home. I have no contact with her. So now, here I am, lost again. I need love now. Now that you open me you up to consistency and yes. love, I need, I need it. it. I'm craving for it. My mom yes. doesn't give it to me. Yes. My mom was a little, she was like emotionally abusive, physically abusive, mm. verbally abusive. Um, she just was real hardcore. My mom is hard for the streets, hard wow. for the streets. So um, I needed that and yeah. I looked for it. I looked for it. So followed by her, the next situation was with somebody older. Mm. Um, I think she was about 32 and I was, what, 15, 16? We okay. didn't do anything sexual, but yeah, it yeah. was still a emotional. It was, yeah, a, yeah. it was a crazy emotional connection yeah. and... Um, we got a little serious. I don't mm-hmm. want to say serious because we didn't do anything sexual and I feel right, like sex is a big part of a relationship. Yeah. But we um, we started dealing with each other. Yeah. And um, somebody found out, like a mentor of mine, she found out. She mm. found her pictures in my phone. Okay. And um, Sorry, guys. Excuse the plane. <laughs> I know the plane is going. The plane, the, the plane, plane, the plane. The devil is a liar. Something good is about to happen. Good I feel. Is about, somebody's about to have breakthrough from your story. I think so. In Jesus' name. I continue. Really think so, so um, one of my mentors found out about her. And my mentor like went off on me because she was so much older. But my mentor also tried to get with her after. Like, shortly after. Wow. So here I am, like, feeling bad. I'm feeling wow. like, oh my God, like I just got caught up. Because a little before this, I was asked if I was gay. And I said, mm. no. Mm-hmm. Um, I was asked already because I, I started showing um, yeah. an aggressive side to myself. It was just, I was just real aggressive. So yeah. um, she you found had out to be. I had to be. And I was also compared to my sister as well a lot. So once I stepped into this new role and this new relationship, um, I started to find myself in a different aspect mm. and I wanted my identity to be different from her. I was tired of being compared to her. So yeah. it just gave me like a whole new light, you know? Yeah. So um, she tries to get with her. And so now I went from a repented heart to now I'm like bitter because right. like you played yourself. Right. So um, that happened. And then, and it, even just prior to that, I just started finding out that I'm not the only homo in, in the house wow you know in the yeah. house in the church that I was in I, I wasn't wow. the only one um, so it made me a little I was uncomfortable but comfortable at the same time yeah. right so now moving forward I'm, I'm into different relationships I found a new love for cougars I loved me an older woman <laughs> um, they did something to me now I know it was mommy issues but yeah. back in the day I was a cougar slayer baby <laughs> hashtag cougar slayer hashtag cougar slayer for life okay <laughs> Not no more. I'm, I'm a Not new no creature. Thank, I'm God a new creature. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for deliverance. Thank God. Thank God. So um, now I'm in high school. My tail end of my high school years, I'm like just being free because yeah. I don't really respect anybody at this point. I yeah. was very deep into church. Yeah. But I also seen a lot in church. So mm-hmm. I was just like. Why can't I? They doing it. Why they can't doing, I? Yeah, yeah. I can't beat them. So let me join them. Right. And that's what type of time I was on. Mm. Went away to college. Um, and then I didn't go. I didn't go for school. I went to get away from my mother. I stayed in a residential <laughs> facility when I was in 11th grade. I'm like literally all over the place no, right now. No, this is so but good. It's I'm enjoying this. It's, it's connecting. connecting. Yes. Um, People need to know your story. When I was in 11th grade, um, my school called CPS, ACS, whatever you want to call it. Some mm. people down south, they call it DHR. Really? My mother, yeah, DHR. Um, my mother had a case and 
we had like a big meeting in, in the um mm. in the school because I was like doing like a lot of drugs. I was popping pills, smoking weed, drinking. Yeah. I was doing a lot. I was doing yeah. a lot, cutting. Um, and they seen the school seen the way my mom was with me. It was yeah. so much going on. So wow. I ended up staying in a residential facility um, mm. in 11th grade. Um, it gave me a sense of, it gave me my sense of freedom a little bit. It sounds yeah. crazy because no, I was in a space where I had to listen to yeah. so many people, mm-hmm. but I was away from family. I was yeah. away from the church. Mm-hmm. I was away from everybody. So I was able to do what I wanted to do I was able to have free conversations like yeah. it was you were in charge of yourself I was in charge of myself yeah. so um, being that I realized that I can be without the church and without my mom when I went away to college I didn't go for school I went for my freedom yeah and that's when I started dressing swaggy like Wait. a stud yeah she was a big she was a big man of God I was, big, I was a big man of God <laughs> man of God <laughs> I started dressing like a stud and you know, I started getting girls. I yeah. started getting a lot of girls like that. Yeah. And I became comfortable with who I was. And yeah. because I experienced seeing so many hypocrites yes. in the church, out the church, I just seen so much yeah. that I decided that I didn't want to be like them. Mm. So if I'm going to live my truth, I'm living it out loud. Yeah. And no one's going to stop me. Yeah, so absolutely. I started getting boxers. I started getting cargo pants. Mm. I got my first tattoo, Never Failure, Always a Lesson. Mm. Um, I just, I started just coming out the box, really yeah. stepping out. Um, and I was happy. I was very yeah. much so happy. And I ended up coming home because <laughs> my mother, yeah. she stated that she was, you know, going through some mental health issues. So I went to aid her and left school and... I ended up becoming homeless after. So in college, I started dressing like a stud. I wanted to come out the box. I wanted to unapologetically be me. Yes. So um, now my mom calls me. So I stay in college for a whole year. And I also stay for the summer semester because I'm like, I don't want to be home. This is home yeah, now. Yeah, this is home. I was up in Batavia, New York. Mm. Um Hickville. I've, I've never heard of that. Never, but. exactly. Ooh. Me either until I got up there. I was crying on my way up there. I was like, it's so many cornfields. Oh, no. It was like a culture shock for me. That but sounds I, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It, it, and it looks like it too. Jeez it Louise. Did, it did. But I met so many great people out there. But um, I ended up coming home during summer because my mom was going through a crisis. So mm. I went to go aid her. About two weeks into me aiding her, I was homeless. So my God, I was homeless. Um, house hopping, hopping from this person's house to this person's house to this person's house. And two, I got so tired that I went upstate to Buffalo to see one of my girls that I was dealing with. Yeah. Right after that, I went to Alabama. 
So okay, yeah. So that's where Alabama comes to play. I actually called my aunt Judy. Aunt Judy, if you're watching this, I love you. You're a hi, Aunt Judy. Um, <laughs> my aunt Judy, she called me like, "Aren't you just? Are you tired of living like this? Like you're mm. literally living out of bags." Like, and I was like, "I am." And she paid for my ticket one way for me to wow. get to Alabama, and she helped me start my life over. God bless her. Um, I was in New York walling, like yeah. selling coke. Wow. I sold coke for a little bit. Um, yeah. It just didn't work out for me because yeah. I'm not, I didn't know too many cokeheads. I sold yeah. a little weed here and there. Yeah. It was just so much. Was I was like, I just I was, have so much coke and I don't know who to I sell it to. I don't know who to sell. You want to hear a funny story behind <laughs> that? Mom, don't be mad at me. Sorry, Mom. So, um, <laughs> I'm chopping up the coke. Right. I'm cutting it up, like bagging it up in my room. Mm-hmm. This is like, I'm, 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 I'm bagging it up and my mom is like trying to open the door. So she's like, you know, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. She finally gets to open the door. And I start, I panic at mom. Somebody gave this to me. I have to pay all this money back. So just close the door and let me finish doing what I'm doing. Let me do what I do. And I need help because I cannot find customers. I'm like, how? How do I sell this thing? Do I go on LinkedIn? Like, do I go on LinkedIn? Do I go on Indeed? Like, what am I doing? How are we doing this? So my mom, she like had a friend. Um, who knew people so we went to the Bronx we went to our apartment in the Bronx and I trapped at our house all freaking day wow. and I made my coin back and right. my mother thought it was for somebody but it was really for me but it was really I paid for, me. for that coke up front I didn't owe anybody anything wow. but that made me see like a different side of my mom because I, I disliked her for so long that yeah. I was like oh my gosh she's a writer yeah. like she's a writer yeah wow um, that was just a little sidebar yeah but, well um, listen I got to Alabama and I loved it. Yeah. I loved Alabama. Um, I tried to seek the Lord in my initial phases of being in Alabama. I definitely like prayed a lot. Um, Mm. My posture was always on my knees praying. That was my posture. That's Um, amazing. Amen. And and within three months of me being in Alabama, I I got my apartment. I had a little nice red Mustang, two doors. You couldn't tell me nothing, baby. Nothing. So you had the cargo pants. I had the cargo pants, the Tudor Mustang. The Tudor Mustang. And the apartment. And the apartment. I was a bachelor. Talk about it. An eligible bachelor. Talk about it. (laughs) So (laughs) I had that. And I made a vow to God that I was just going to chill for a little bit. Like, I'm not trying to deal with no girls right now because Mm -hmm. I I felt very confused growing up I felt condemned all the time Mm. because I knew homosexuality was wrong but I also knew I can't stop what I like so I'm trying to suppress my my ways now in Alabama I don't really want people knowing but I dress like it so I mean and then I'm also new to the state so in my head I'm like this is a religious state I cannot tell people I'm a lesbian because what are they gonna they're gonna lynch me right so I'm chilling chilling and then I start working. I start working at this place and I meet this woman. She's about 39 and I'm 19. Mm. We're flirting. I didn't know how old she was at the time. And she didn't, I don't think she knew how old I was. I always carry myself. Right. Older, yeah. Um, more mature. A little mature. So we start dealing with each other. Um, safe to say that I turned her out. We start okay. dealing with each other. And um, yeah, that's when things started getting crazy. That's I got into my first abusive relationship. Wow. My very first Let's abusive relationship. Let's unpack that. Um, God, it was, it was, it was crazy. Um, did you see signs, like, before you, like, dove deep into the relationship, did you see signs, like, oh, this is... 
I see, and I'm like, she's crazy. But yeah. I liked it. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I was a little toxic. Yeah. I was very toxic. Because you were used to that type of love. Yes, there we go, right there. You were used to that type of abusive love. Yes. So it's like, she loves me. This so is- when, whenever she went off, whenever she did what she did, it was almost like, first it started with manipulation. That's one thing about abuse. It starts off with manipulation. Um... Once they see that they can control different things about you, once they see that um, they control your your mood swings, they can t- get mm. you to do things that you wouldn't really do. Once they see that, they have a way in. Mm. So it started with manipulation, but because I was younger, I thought like maybe it's because like she's older than me, like she could lead me in a different way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it started off with that, and then it started to get physical. Mm. Um, I loved her. Yeah. I loved her so much that... I didn't care. I it was really like, didn't care. If, if that's what it takes to if be with this her. this is what it takes to be with you, like, this is what we're doing. So be it. Don't wow. black my eyes because mm, we work together. Mm, that's, that was my, my mentality. Like, do not put a mark on my face. My God. You can do whatever you want to. Just don't put... That's how warped my mind was and that's wow. how much I was so... But you're speaking to, to somebody right now. You know how many so, people have that story right now? I'm crazy. sorry, but continue. It's crazy. It's really crazy. So I'm in an abusive relationship. Her daughter finds out. Mm. She stabbed me. She stabbed me with a hookah. The um, daughter stabbed you? Or no, the... the mother stabbed me. So okay. one day the daughter came wow. and visited. Jesus. It was a secret relationship. Yeah. So the daughter would come the and visit. The daughter didn't even know. She didn't know. And mm. so she's seeing that I got, I had this um, mark on me. And she's like, what happened to you? Like, and I couldn't answer. I couldn't come up yeah, with the, like, the oh, answer. Yeah, like, oh, my girlfriend, your mom. Your mother did it. Your mother. Because <laughs> she's crazy. <laughs> I couldn't say it. So I ended up telling... No, I didn't say anything. Her daughter ended up telling me while her mother was in the, in the bathroom. She's like, my mom did that to you, and you messing with her. Jesus. Come and on, prophet. Okay. I was so shocked. Like, oh, my God, I can't talk to you about this. Because if y'all have a conversation, she really going to beat me up. Yes. So, um, I'm fighting for my life. I'm fighting for, fighting for my life. Fighting for my life. <laughs> I was fighting for my life. And, you know, eventually, me and her daughter actually became close. And yeah. I ended up telling her, like, about the yeah. relationship. And I, I got so much advice from her daughter. Yeah. Great advice. Yeah. Um, but I still stayed with her. Still stayed yeah. with her. Yeah. Up until we moved into a house together. Um, mm. She's getting, like, most of my checks at this point. Mm. All her kids are grown. So they're paying like My a percentage, but because God. I still want to keep this man, this this role. Yeah, like I'm the man of the house. I'm the man of the I'm house. Of the so house. I'm, gonna pay I'm the holding this down. I'm holding it down. Holding I'm holding you down. and your grown kids down. I'm holding you and me and your grown kids down. I'll, these are our kids. These, these, these are they our kids. They're older than me, but they are. <laughs> I'm the daddy. Period. So I'm like spending all my money and it's like taking a toll on me like yeah. I'm depressed I'm smoking my life away wow. drinking lean I'm just doing whatever popping pills yeah, whatever I time can pass. to make this time in Alabama pass because Alabama was beautiful to me up until this point wow so um now we in the house and me and her son we share the basement together mm. um and it's in order for him to get in his room you have to walk through my room uh. right so we're together and I'm I'm putting up with the abuse but her son is now trying to get with me, like telling me all these like all these crazy things. Like, you know, it started off with you're too beautiful to be gay. Heard it all before. But right. then now you're getting aggressive. So, Ooh. yeah, very aggressive. So one particular day, it was nighttime. Um, he comes on top My of me God. and he like starts tickling me. But I feel like his, I feel him getting erect. God. And I'm like, get off of me. But I'm also ticklish. But I'm serious. Like, get yeah, off yeah, of me. Yeah. Like, I was so 
scared in that moment. So scared because My I felt God. like I felt like I didn't have energy to do anything. Yeah. I felt so helpless. So yeah, because he's a man at a the man, end of the day, so his yeah. strength is. It's a little different. Yes. And he's like laughing. So I'm like, I don't want to make this a big deal either. Right. But it's like, but I know what like, I'm feeling. Me. Yeah, that's not okay at that all. That happened. And um, my angel, he came and saved me. He came downstairs and asked me if I wanted to smoke. And he didn't even know what wow. he interrupted when he came downstairs. So the next day I told his sister, she's... Now a, she's a close friend to me. I told yeah, his sister. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, his sister like went off on him. Like it just became like a big thing. This but whole family just has crazy. A lot except, to for, them. except for the sister. No, except just, for the sister. Sorry, we love you, sister. We love you, sis. <laughs> but it, it just was a lot going on in that yeah. household. So I'm working for um, a warehouse, mm-hmm. and my supervisor, her name is Valerie. Val, um, she used to always make jokes with me, always, mm. always make jokes with me because she used to see me coming in with scars all over me. I always had like a scar on my neck, like a whelp, something. Jeez. So she would always make jokes with me up until this one day she seen I was not joking. Yeah. And Valerie, I, I ended up telling Valerie everything. Like I'm not in an abusive relationship with a man. It's with a woman and it's this guy's mother because he worked with me too. Mm. Um, and I just, I unburdened my soul and I felt so free that day. Amen. And that day Valerie told me you're not going back to that house I don't care what you have you're not going back but you see how sometimes freedom people think freedom is like this big thing like sometimes freedom just looks like telling your confronting story. your fears or telling your story or telling your to your truth without being ashamed of it absolutely like you didn't know how Valerie was going to react to even you saying you're dating I a woman but it's like at the end of the day I'm crying out for help. Valerie like, moved me in her home with her kids. Wow. Didn't even know me like that. Imagine if you kept your mouth closed. I can't because I already knew what the next steps was. I was so suicidal. I felt like... I felt so helpless in the house. Of course. Aside from him, but with the mother, I was so deep in love with her. So deep in love with her that Jeez. I was willing to go through whatever it was that she took me Just through. Just to be with her. Just to be with her. So Valerie like saved my life and Thank I started you, saving money. Um, I ended up getting a whole new wardrobe. Like mm. life was just looking so different for me. But um, wow, I also felt lonely because here I am with Val. Val was like a mom to me. Val mm. will forever be a mom to me. Amen. Um, but it was just Val and her kids, and I started yeah. to miss my family. Like I started of to. I like I went through such a life changing experience that I don't think I should be down here anymore. Mm. So I ended up coming back to New York. Okay. Come back to New York, and I, I made a vow. I start. I go back to my old church, and there was a lot of unfinished business with my old church, but that was the only way I knew how to get to God at that time. Yeah. So I go to my old church. Everything's good. They're welcoming. One thing I could say about my old Ooh. church is their family. Their family. Yeah. So very welcoming. I get back to my old church. I made a vow to the Lord that I will never deal with a girl again, because that was a lot. Yeah, that was a lot, um, and that, that's just the surface because y'all got to read my book. If y'all want y'all have more to read of my the book. tea, when that's I tell surface. you these books are like I feel like I'm watching a whole movie. Excuse the plane. I feel like I'm watching a whole movie reading her book. It is so raw, so honest, so relatable. Like every single book. Yeah, it's like you will find yourself. You can find yourself. You can identify and identify in some way. In wow. each one of your books. Wow. 
Like, I love it. That's so dope. Thank you. I love you. it here. Absolutely. Thank you. You had to be my first guest. Like, this is crazy. That. I love you. I love you. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so I get back to New York, and I'm in church. I made a vow to never be with woman again. Yeah. I meet this man, 6'7", mm. big belly, mm. nice eyes, but I don't like him. I'm not attracted to him at all at the time. Mm. But he's, like, in love with me. So we built this friendship. We're playing spades together. We're drinking together. He's selling, you know, he sells drugs. Yeah. And now I need to make money. So right. that is my avenue of making money, and I'm mm-hmm. going to use it to my advantage. So that's my way in with him. Yeah. We start selling drugs together, and we, like, fall in love. Wow. He is literally the first man that I could ever say, like, I loved with mm. all of my heart. Wow. I had an ex-boyfriend. Um in high school I had, a right. little, I had a little boy in high school but it was more so to prove that I wasn't gay yeah to prove and something I to yourself and others life, but it wasn't this was that this was grown woman love it yeah. was adult love yeah it was adult it's love a difference. Um, it's a big difference so we're together I want to be with him yeah. I want to be with him but he's abusive my god he starts showing his abusive ways it went from wow I, I, I can't talk to any guy I, it went from me not being able to buy weed from men to now I can't go to certain stores to now what? if I take too long in a store you're clocking me to now I, I'm taking too long at work to get home from work to now you're putting your hands on me like it, it just escalated Jeez. so quick but because I was with a man and it was not a woman I felt like these are the things that I should accept I'm in church I'm flourishing I'm getting money this is it so we're in a relationship and we are in love Mm. in love mm. and this one particular time I find out he's cheating on me with like the people that were serving drugs to like he's cheating on me with them so I'm like you, you're dirty and like I'm tired of you putting your hands on me so I use that as an avenue to leave him alone yeah I broke up with him for five days because he five reminded me on the fifth day that days. it's been five days get over it so wow. on this particular day the fifth day we had like a big fight. Um, I was staying with my sister at the time. We had like yeah. a crazy fight to the point where I lifted my sister's rug on the ground because I was trying. I was so scared that he was going to do something. Like, I thought he was going to kill me in that house. I was so scared wow. that I like lifted her rug because he was like kind of like dragging me through the house. <gasps> and my sister like told me, like, you need to press charges. So this is when the funny stuff comes into play. Right. She tells me I need to press charges. So I confide in one of my brothers from the church. So I confided in with one of my brothers from the church. It's an older man that we also sell drugs to. Um, and he's, like, telling me, like, Rave, he's in love with you. Like, he loves you. You need to be with him. Because my sister asked me to press charges on him because it happened in the house. So yeah. I'm doing what my sister that tells me to do because I don't want to be homeless. Right. But as time progresses, I'm like, I don't want to I don't want to leave another black man on lockdown. I was oh, on that stand. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I spoke to my good friend. He's telling me he's in love with you. He talks about you all the time, blah, blah, blah. He tells me all these things. So I dropped the charges and now I'm back with my man. Right. Um, my man, my man, my, my man. man. It's my all man. about him. My man. I'm back with him. Um, and I don't care if he hits me anymore. Like, I don't care. This is just our relationship. And mm. if I'm being completely honest, the passion after it, it, it just was a little different. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I stayed. I yeah. stayed with him until I found out. Yo, I'm sorry. Pause. That's a real thing. People like to, like, argue, argue. because they know 
that the passion after and that is so toxic but it's a real it's real and i'm still not delivered from that portion of me um really and that's 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 real it's for you to admit that that's real. real um yeah so now he gets locked up Mm. Um, he gets locked up for a little bit and I'm going through his phone because you need people to bail you out because I don't have it right um, and I go through his phone and I see some things that are a little strange oh god um, a lot a lot of things that were really strange but I wasn't ready to expose him so I call the guy and I tell the guy hey I have it so I'm crying he's trying to get me pregnant I, I want to be with him and wow. he got all this stuff in his phone and his response to me was well, pastor says when you look for something, you'll find it. <gasps> so I'm like, why is he being so nonchalant Ooh. with me when you were just like telling me all this stuff about him loving me? Like, so I'm like, what is that about? What? Um, a couple weeks later, it went by. I'm like, everything is kind of unfolded within these weeks. And long story short, I found out that they're messing together. Of course. They're sleeping with one another. Of course. They, they're both. That's what I was like, <laughs> my well, brother <laughs> and my man are together. Um, and... Yo, this it is like broke, a movie. It broke my heart. Um, of course. Even just thinking about it now, it just brings me. Huh, it's like, I'm over ooh, it. Yeah, but, it but just it's like, like a it pricks still. Yeah, it's like wow. It just made me feel like I'm never gonna be good enough for nobody. Wow. Not for a man or for a woman. It just my I, god. The the pain behind like two people betraying me. The pain. It was just so. And much. it also looks like homosexuality just can't leave you it cannot leave me because alone. even you with the being with the man now he wants to be with the man so it's just like it's just being I slapped be girl. in your face I, so it's I like I might as well girl. do da, 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 da. the devil is a liar yeah so I went through depression I wanted to kill myself because the first thing so I was so ignorant to homosexuality with men the first thing that pops in my mind was HIV AIDS mm. so I thought I had it I thought I had it for a very wow. long time um and I, I just wanted to kill myself. Um, I remember, like, the popping pills was, like, real intense for me. Like, I wanted to die. Like, wow. I wanted to die. Um, and I just remember having, like, a experience with the Lord. Like, I, I remember, I knew I was leaving my church because I could not see this man. Right. And smile in his face while all this was happening. So, um, the Lord led me to pray and to fast. Mm. And to pray and to fast. To pray and and to was fast. that a common thing? Huh? Yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was It was intense. I did it for three days. I, I walked behind the church. Three days, prayed and fasted, and the Lord released me from my church. Um, and I had, like, a real encounter with God. Like, it, it, was, it, was, it was real different for me. It was really, really different. Amen. But in that moment, I needed it because I didn't believe that God was real anymore. I was just done. Um, I had my, my encounter and I left the church and I, I got Thank so you, many Lord. questions. But when I left the church, because I didn't have an answer for after, I stopped looking for God and I started looking for Raven because I, Raven I is not going to go through this anymore. I stopped looking for God and I started looking for Raven. Absolutely. So that happened and that's what birthed the stud in me. Like the real, mm. the real deal, the lineups, the, the, the sagging, the, I'm never going back. That's yeah. what birthed it in me. I made a vow to the Lord that I would never deal with another man in my life. And I was very adamant about that. Wow. So now it's me against the world. Yeah. And I'm doing what I do. 
and I'm living and I'm no longer struggling. I'm accepting that this is who I am and God and God is going to have to accept me the way I am. My so God. That happened and I got into a couple of relationships. Um, one of the relationships that I got into, I was very abusive in that relationship. So now you became the your, your abuser. I became the abuser. Um, wow. I became the abuser. Um, and it's so interesting now that I look back on me. This is such an awesome testimony, Raven. Thank you. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just... <laughs> I'm so Thank grateful you. by your vulnerability. Like, you don't understand, like, the amount of souls that is attached to this video because of what you're saying. Thank you. So, sorry, keep going, it's but okay. God is good. Amen. Me becoming an abuser, it was very interesting for me, actually. Um, I vowed to never be that person, yeah. ever. I hated my abusers. Yeah. Um, I hated that I couldn't get over them. Um, I hated that I had this... I, I, it's almost like I had... Um, I had this connection to them and I hated it. So yeah. I never wanted to be like them. But because I didn't really heal from all of my trauma and the previous experiences, I made a vow to self that I'm not going through that again. Right. So I was in a relationship with a girl. And unfortunately, when you're in a relationship with women, you know, girl on girl, guy on guy, it's 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 a lack of boundaries in the relationship because it's two of the same. It's yeah. a beautiful experience. Yeah. A beautiful experience because you now have a best friend, mm -hmm. you have a sister, mm -hmm. you have a partner, you mm -hmm. have you just it's, it's everything in one. Mm -hmm. But the you lack boundaries because you guys are two of the same. So yeah, um, I never forget the she she put her hands on me um, because I, I I was a dog. I was a dog. Roof, I wanted roof. to be Stevie J so bad. L um, O L. I wanted to be Stevie J so bad. <laughs> Not Stevie J. I would come around her with hickeys on my neck, and I didn't care. And it's like, listen, you know what I've been. So you know what time it is, baby. Wow. I don't love nobody. Love is a misunderstanding right now. Wow. So, um, she hit me, and I warned her that day. I said she. It was multiple hits, and mm. I'm like, you gonna open something up. Mm. Open, you're going to open me to something that I'm not going back from. And mm. She kept hitting me. And from that point forward, anything sh that she did that pissed me off, I was hitting her. Mm. I was very manipulated. We spit on each other. It was just a, a crazy... We, we loved each other. Like, yeah. I would never question that girl's love for me, but yeah. it became so toxic because we opened Pandora's box. Yeah. Um, and just realizing now... From my semi-healed perspective, because I'm still healing. Of course. When you are hurt and you get cut, like Jesus. I said earlier, you bleed on others. Jesus. I was hurt and Jesus. I was unhealed. So I Jesus. showed her that portion of me. So now we're hurting together. Now we're I'm hurting I'm not feeling together. it by myself. We're going to feel it together. Um, wow. And I just became really manipulative, really abusive. Um... I was oh just God. like a hurtful person because I didn't want anybody to hurt me in that, that way ever again. Mm. And it got so bad that it brought me to Jesus. Wow. It brought me to, that's how I came to Tabernacle. It that brought relationship to brought me to Tabernacle. Um, it, it was Thank so you bad. God. I never forget. Um, I would visit every now and then. Mm -hmm. But this one particular Saturday, uh, Overseer Daryl, he was preaching at Faith Outreach Ministries in Yonkers. Mm. And I go there and I have like this big scratch on my neck. And it's like like fresh blood on it. Like I literally fought this girl from 12 in the morning 
to the next day, like about Jesus. 9 a.m., 10 a.m. And the only reason why we stopped fighting is, be fighting is because I made up in my mind that I was going to church. I need to get away from this girl. I'm going wow. to town. I'm going to faith outreach because I knew Pastor was preaching there. So I get there and Pastor, like, after the service, I get there so late because I'm, like, crying. I'm just going yeah. through it in my car. And Pastor, like, looks at me. He tells me, like, after the service, like, you was going to get killed today. She was going to stab you in one of your main My arteries. Not knowing that the knives, knives were drawn that day. So My from God. then, I like started to reflect on how I got to this point. You know? Yeah. But I still wasn't ready to let homosexuality go. Yeah. So I just wanted to be a better person, though. So mm -hmm. I go to church every now and then. Um, I tried to dress like a girl for a little bit. I did it for like a week. And um, he was like, um, yeah. And then I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> I got drunk one day, actually. Mm. I started drinking and I opened myself back up. And I just I remember crying like, I can't do this anymore. Mm. I bit all the nails off. And wow. I put those clothes in the corner and I tabled it. And mm. I started, you know, dressing how I was used to dressing. Um, so that happened. Um, but me and the girl, we're kind of like slowly but surely backing away from each other. I pray, Lord, she got to get out of my life or else I'm going to be this person forever with her. Yes. So instead of me healing and really seeking God's face for real, mm. I went for another girl. Mm. And um, that girl that I went and for. another one. And another one. <laughs> DJ Kelly. <laughs> I went for this girl and um, this girl, I fell in love with this girl and mm. I didn't want to do anything wrong to her. Like, mm. I didn't want to do anything bad to her. I didn't want to cheat on her. I didn't want to look at anybody else. Like, yeah. she was the apple of my eye and mm. she had a child mm -hmm. and that child was also the apple of my eye wow. and I wanted to marry her. Mm. Um, I was in love. I wow. was in love. For how long? For almost four years. Wow. Um, That's a relationship relationship. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I was ready to be married. Yeah. And um, <laughs> during this relationship, I found out so many things about this young lady. Mm. Um, so many things. She's married. She was married. Wow. Um, I don't think she really loved me. Um, I think she loved more so what I did for her and how I made her feel, but yeah. I don't think she loved me as an individual. And who and and, and the convenience you helped probably the, with the kid yes. a lot. Oh my and, god, I was know. daddy of the year. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like, oh, let's keep her. Yeah, give me my trophy. Give me my trophy. As a matter of fact, let me claim all my taxes now. Let just me kidding. claim just her kidding. in February. <laughs> I'm just but um, it was a it's lot. Not too late. Um, I was in love, and I never wanted to go back to God because mm. I knew that she she became my God. Yeah. She became my God. And um, that relationship was my last relationship because the Lord needed me to feel mm. so much pain behind it because he needed me more than they did. And I hurt. And I cried. And... I wanted to kill myself and I just went through so many emotions until God said enough 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 so on my birthday my 27th birthday she took me to Disney World and we like I already know what it is I know about her man now like this is a serious situation but yeah. I can't let you go right. and we're still here so we go to Disney World for my birthday and we fight at, we, Disney, at World. Disney World not at Disney no, 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 World, I know, I know, Florida, but, but we're yeah. drunk, we're having a good time, and we fight over the littlest thing. But this fight was so big that I called First Lady. 
Wow. I'm drunk like first lady. I'm gonna kill her. I'm gonna kill her first lady. Wow. And first lady is walking me through it like Raven. No, you're not. Thank you. You're gonna God. give her stuff back. No judgments. No, like I knew and she was that's my mother before. The church, though, but that's what people have to understand. Church is not this judgmental condemnation. Wait, you're in a homosexual relationship? Oh, no, you you're can't going to call hell. me. You're going straight to hell, hang up the phone. No, I'm going to talk you through this. I'm going to pray you through this. I'm going to be with you even even when you're in it. Never once said, like, Raven, you knew Jeez. this was going to happen because you were with girls. Like, never, never once, once said you. any of that. Like, she literally... Like, I know right from wrong. I know what I should and shouldn't be doing, right. but I'm doing but it. But I'm doing it. And so I'm having a me through it and, 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 and help me through it. And she did. She did that. Um, she did that. And I remember talking to her all night. And the next morning I wake up. It's my birthday. It's mm. September 11th. And I remember wow. crying and praying like, Lord, like, why does this keep Excuse happening? Excuse the plane, guys. Oh, the, the plane. It's showing us that we're going to travel. We're going to travel. We're traveling. We're traveling with this. Amen. Hallelujah. We're so, going to come back to this episode and be like, yeah, we're traveling. Anyways, we're doing this. We're doing this. <laughs> but, but I um, remember um, crying and praying and just asking God, like, yeah. why does this keep happening to me? Like, yeah. I'm at my peak. I'm, 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 I'm living. Jesus. I'm, I'm accepting of who I am. Why does this keep happening in my relationships? And the Lord showed me me playing with two magnets. And they were both on the same side. And Ooh. I kept trying to put them together. And they were repelling. And they were repelling. And he showed me Jeez. the only way that they will ever stay together is by force. Jeez. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I hear you. That's a whole I, I, sermon. I see what you're saying in that. But I'm not ready. I'm in love with her and I'm not ready to let her go. Yeah. So I hear you, but you have to help me. You have to. And that's how you talk to God. I hear I you. Hear you. But I'm not ready. You gotta help me. I love her. And I love her daughter. You gotta help me. So that happened. And we get back to New York. The fight was so bad that she tells me, like, you can't stay with me no more. Because that old side of me yeah. started coming out. Like, I was definitely the aggressor in that fight. Mm. Definitely the aggressor. If you're watching this, I'm still sorry to this day. Amen. There's no condemnation in Christ. She's I, no. I, I was real bad that day. Like, it yeah. was so much anger and hate coming Martha. out of me because... I had suppressed how she made me feel for so long because I just wanted to please her. My God. That it just came out that day. So that happened. We fly, we touched down. She tells me I can't stay with her anymore. Mm. The Friday comes that I was supposed to move out and we're on a date. <laughs> we're wow. on a date um, at a steakhouse. Like, babe, where you want to go eat? Where you want to go? I need to make... It's my birthday week, but I'm going to make up to you. And the meal cost is 400 but I'm going to pay for it. Mm. I'm going to pay for it because I did this. So Jeez. we're out... We're back together, and God is like, okay, I got something for you. You don't want to leave. I got something for you. He had to make me unattractive in her eyes. Jesus. So months, down, it's months down the line now. It's now January, right? And it's her birthday. Mm. And at this time, I'm not financially together because I just purchased a car. Right. And um, I'm just waiting on a check. And this check that I'm waiting on is big, and I'm going to do big for you. I'm going to do, do good, but you got to be a little patient. But I also didn't verbalize that to her mm -hmm. because pride. Yeah. It was pride a little bit. So like, I'm not broke. I'm, I'm broke. I'm broke this day of your birthday, but the next day, I got you. But mm. I couldn't verbalize that to her. So we get into this big fight, and the Lord is like, pack up your stuff and leave. And leave. Pick and up I'm your like, bed and no. walk. Out. I'm like, no. <laughs> but I, I, packed, I packed my stuff up. I yeah. packed up the whole closet and I put it in the trunk of my car and in my car. But I still couldn't leave. Mm. She got home. 
it starts snowing. So I'm like, all right, this is a sign. Maybe I jumped too quick. I can't leave her. The very next day, I went to go run some errands and she sends me a voice note while I'm out. I guess she opened the closet and it dawned on her like, yo, this girl really packed her stuff. Yeah. I, um, she, she sends me a voice note. Well, since you're gone, you might as well leave. So I'm like crying, like, what am I going to do? I'm living in my car now. Jesus. But that was the beginning. The birth. Of the death of me. Jesus. And if you are not watching the visual, she's holding up her best-selling book. The death of me. The death of me. That was the birth of this one right here. And I was very much so transparent in this book because I felt like... In that moment, you had to die to yourself. I literally had to die to myself. I was literally going through the five stages of grief. Jesus. And I literally... I just felt like people needed to see the realness of, of, of giving your life to God and how it really looked. Yo. So I wrote this book. Yo. That's what made me write this book. Um, it wasn't to out her. It wasn't to make no. her look like a bad person. Absolutely because not. I was horrible in, in, in the re- relationship because I was unhealed my whole relationship. I thought that, you know, it's, it's, it, was, it was her. For a long time, I thought it was her mm. until I realized, like, no, girl, it was you too. It was wow. you too. So this wasn't to out her because in Phoenix, I wrote Phoenix right after the fight in September. I wrote Phoenix wow. literally right after the fight. I wrote Phoenix, but I didn't let her go yet. So it, it was it was my full truth because mm. all of my whole life is in Phoenix. Wow. But the death of me was like, uh-uh, Raven, you putting your name on this. Jesus. People will know. People will know. So I wrote that book and um, oh. it, it was the beginning of my transition. It was the beginning of my transition. Um, I started throwing my old clothes away. Wow. Um, and I didn't want to. Of course. And still to this day, I, I, I like to dress comfortable. Yeah. I like yeah. boxers. I yeah. like basketball shorts. Yeah. I like graphic tees. Yeah. I like sweatpants. I like sneakers. I love sneakers. Yeah. I like wearing my hair in a bun. I like paying for lineups more than I pay for weave because <laughs> lineups are cheaper. Yes. But me dressing like a girl and going over the top was my declaration to the Lord. Amen. That I know I, I'm still attracted to women. Yeah. But this is me showing you and telling you, God, I want to be changed. Dying to I myself. I want to die to me. I want to feel so uncomfortable my in my God. skin so that you can pour whatever you have for me in me so that it could be less of me and more of you. My God. So Jesus. that's where this declaration comes from. It's not necessarily... I, I was comfortable. I, I was cute. I got girls. And men, men, were, men, if I'm being completely honest, the men itches. was in my inbox too. Itches. Itches. And the Iggas. And the <laughs> they was They were all in my inbox. Um, so it wasn't like it was like a, a, a self-esteem thing for me. Yeah. It was more so of a, like, God, I got to do something different. Yeah. And it's going to look crazy to so many people, but yeah. this is for you. This is for you. So... That happened, so now I'm I'm fully I've, I'm fully in. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in deep with the church now. I'm I'm, I'm serving now. Amen. I, I'm loving God. Yes, Lord. I'm at my parents' house every day. Over yes. Sarah, Daryl, and Tanya, they yes. they became. Well, they've been my parents from before. Yeah. But um, now we we are so solidified because I'm yes. not running away from them anymore. Yeah, yes, I'm running final. into their arms. Jesus. So I have my parents now. I'm I'm content. I'm not. 
pissed with my mom anymore. I don't I don't have any my hatred God, in my mom in my heart for my mom you. because Mama Tanya makes up for Jesus. everything that she doesn't do. He will not so leave you without he will not. I don't have hatred towards my, my father because every time I walk through those doors and I give my dad a hug, it, it, it makes me feel different. I feel love. I, I can joke around with them. I could just be me. I could, I could sit with my legs cocked and, and nobody tell me, like, you're a woman. I could be me. So my yes is final at this time. Um, and so now I'm going through the motions of healing, finding what yes looks like, Finding and also yes finding out what yes like. looks like and also trying to be perfect Jesus. right so me trying to be perfect breeded a servant's prayer <laughs> right it breeded a book servant's number prayer three, guys. book number three it's actually number eight sorry number but eight it, but, but we we didn't talk about the other children's books because it's, it's it's not it's not relevant right now listen so a servant's prayer comes because now i realize in servant that i am Far from perfect. Far. And I don't think I ever will be perfect. We don't want to be perfect. I don't if think we're perfect, we don't need him. And the Bible says our righteousness is as filthy as rags. So, and there's no Ooh. excuse for some of the things that I've done as a servant. Girl. However, I will say it saved me from a lot of condemnation. Yes. And a lot of, a, a lot of moments where I was ready to quit and just give it all up because I couldn't I couldn't thank you father I couldn't do it no more thank you father so a servant's prayer is basically about it's all the tea is in there I mm. had one night stands mm. I went back to my ex a couple of times mm. I tried to get into well almost got into relationships that I knew wasn't for me yeah um I just did so much within that one year wow. because I went on this this thing. I started so quickly. I started, yeah. I didn't pace myself. Yeah. I did not pace myself. So I'm like none of the year for like two months. Mm. But um, I never forget, I got COVID. Excuse me. I got COVID and I was so bored during COVID. Mm. I still was smoking my weed because that was one thing I told the Lord. I said, yeah. I'm going to give everything to you. Mm -hmm. But that blunt, I'm not. You can't I'm, not, I'm not ready to give that to you. You can't have it. <laughs> but listen, have it. But that's I, your truth. That, that was my truth. But everything else, I, I said, I'm going to cross every T and dot every I. Yeah. So I get, now it's, I'm going through COVID and I'm going through this experience and I'm home alone. Mm. So now I'm getting bored. Mm. And now we, we and I'm, I'm not studying. I'm not studying the word. Wow. So we all know an idle mind is the devil's playground. Absolutely. So now I'm on dating websites looking mm. for guys. Because I really want a girl, and I rather, I want a I, I want a girl. I want to right. go to a girl. Right. But because it's wrong, I'm gonna find a guy. You just at the end of the day, like a warm body will suffice. Basically. Yeah. So I find this guy, and we start dealing with each other. Mm. And you know, I, I get grown. Yeah. And we start we we messing around, but I don't really like him like that. Mm. Right. Then I start dealing with another guy, and I don't really like him like that. Right. So then I, I, I start texting. You know, I start answering my inboxes and stuff like that. So I'm like, maybe it's just them. Maybe it's not me. Yeah. But then I realized I don't really like men. I don't wow. like them. They're attractive. Yeah. And I've flirted. I've, I've had boyfriends before, but yeah. they've left such a bad taste in my mouth that it's awkward. So now, because I don't like them, I'm now entertaining the idea of being gay again. Mm. And let me rephrase that and not say being gay again, because a lot of people think that... Um, 
once you like give your life to God, like the just it just goes away. Matt, all your struggles just it's magically just, just, disappear. It, you are just walking Sometimes through. Sometimes it's a spotlight put on them even harder. Even harder. Oh my gosh. My God. So I'm dealing with going back and forth in this battle of like wanting to be with a woman but also wanting to please God so now I'm going to try this thing out so I'm going back and forth I'm going back and forth going back and forth and so like you know I wrote this book and writing this book made me finally accept who I am Mm. where I am right now Mm. and where I'm going Mm. and um thank you lord this book, it, a servant's prayer means so much to me. One, I dedicated it to my church because in my time, wow. like a lot of people, I got so many, so much advice from the veterans at the church. Yeah. Um, like telling me like, girl, just keep going, fix your posture. Yes. Keep your praise. Like I, I had so much advice from everybody. So, I, you know, I decided to dedicate. This was not That's only a so dedication beautiful. book, but it was just the real deal. Like most people think that deliverance is being at the altar, getting prayed for and telling the Lord, I'm not doing this no more. Right. Deliver- Deliverance is a process. And it's when you get home. It's when you get home. It's when you want to call your ex. It's when you want to please yourself. It's when it's it's it's, it's, it's when your flesh is heightened and your flesh be fleshing. Flesh is fleshing. It's it's deliverance is a, a, a process and, and and it's constant. And it's constant. So I'll tell y'all a little secret. I'm still attracted to women. I still love women. (laughs) (laughs) And it might uh, be to the day you die. It might just be to the day I die. But what I'll say, what's different from me now than I was before is that, one, I'm no longer accepting that this is my life. Wow. I'm trying to change the narrative and really go with whatever God wants me to do. Thank you, Jesus. That's one. First and foremost, actually, God is with me this time around. right. I'm not running from him. Thoroughly, I'm honest. I'm 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 I'm, I'm staying honest. true to myself. Yes. So I struggle every day. Every day is a struggle for me because it's hard. Yes. This it is. is what I was used to. You know what I'm yes. saying? And if I'm being completely honest, it's even harder because a lot of guys try to get with me and it sucks because I don't like them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's harder, but God. But, <laughs> but God. God. But, but God. God. God helps me die to myself every day most people think that I must decrease so he might increase so he might increase most people I don't know how most people think but I know when I first started coming to the church I said I ain't doing this because they they make it look easy but I know it's not but it's not but the reality is is going through my own process it made me know that when my foot slips somebody is there catching me you know what I'm saying when I mess up it's, I, I no longer condemn myself and I no longer have quitting moments, but it's, I, I allow these mess ups to fortify me to go harder. You know what I'm saying? And there's, like, no, there's no shame in it that keeps you stuck like a pillar of salt like Lot's wife. No shame. Because all of what you just mentioned, you could have sat there and became a pillar of salt, meaning staying in that season. You can delay your season. You right. can delay your breakthrough. You can delay your promises because you are deciding to stay. To stay in it. To stay in that. Yeah. And most people think, like, for example, me, when I, in, in September, when me and my ex-girlfriend, we had that big fight. Mm-hmm. And the Lord showed me what it was. Mm-hmm. Most people would, like, side-eye me, like, you girl, you was been supposed to break up with her. No, that was Listen, the beginning of my process. That was the beginning. It's a process. So the same way I had to go through that process in order to leave is the same way I still have to go through my process currently. 
So most people... It's a journey, not a race. It's a, it's a marathon, Girl! not a race. It's a marathon, not a race. And um, I, I just made a vow to the Lord um, that no matter where I'm at... I'm staying with you. That's right. I'm ducking this thing out all the way. Come on. All the way. So I struggle. I'm still attracted to women. Sometimes I cry at night because mm. I've, I've went on dates and I've, I've, I've had conversations. And it hurts my heart because I feel as though, God, if this is what you want me to do, how come you can't make it a little easier for Ooh, me? Ooh, how can't you? Why can't if you take this, this is, desire from me? If this is what you want, why do I feel the way I feel? If this is what you want, Thank why you, can't Jesus. I fully let go? If this is what you want Thank from you, me, Jesus. I deal with this daily. It hurts. But what makes it different is I know he got me. He has And you. I know that he's brought me through each and every situation that I've been through coming thank you Jesus to this point thank you Lord so it hurts thank you and it's God. uncomfortable and it's awkward and it's lonely and I mess up and I get back up and I mess up again and I might mess up tomorrow and I might mess up the day after that but I keep getting back up yes Lord and I, when I get back up I hit the ground running yes because I don't want to miss the mark I don't want to miss what God has for me. I don't want to miss the call. I don't want to miss these opportunities. Thank you, God. I don't want to miss the chance to help somebody. So if I got to die to myself Ooh. every day, if I got to deal with the pain of still having that same-sex attraction while going through this walk, it, it's, it makes it so worth it because I'm able to help other people. Because mm. I remember when I first came to church and I came back and I, I, I said, I'm going to live this life and I'm going to try to do the right thing. Anytime I messed up, I was like, uh-uh, this is too much. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. God, your expectations are unrealistic and I'm not wow. doing it. But now that I'm dealing with this and I'm going through it each day. You are facing it head on. I'm facing on. it head on. Each day I wake up is a brand new grace and mercy. My Every God. day that I Isn't get up so is good? new grace. New grace. New grace. New grace. New grace. Every day. So it's. It's bittersweet. So I want to say I'm still transitioning. I'm still transitioning. Wow. I want to read a scripture that I was meditating on okay. regarding transition. So um, this is, excuse the plan, guys. This is Ephesians 4, 22-24. So it says, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and is corrupt through deceitful desires mm -hmm. and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God and true righteousness and holiness. So when he said and to renew in the spirit of your minds mm -hmm. with an S, I took that as you renew your minds, your yes. mind every day, every day, every day. Every you day. choose to be create to to walk in the fact that you are created after the likeness of God yes. and His righteousness and holiness. Yes. So, the greatest thing, the the sweetest thing about God is like, He doesn't force you. He doesn't. He's a gentleman. And even in your iniquities, when you kept falling, He let you. He He, he said, falling. "Babe, I'm I'm here. When you need me, you ready to get up? 
All right, let's get up. You're not ready yet? Oh, you fell again? All right. I got you. You need my hand? All right, let's get up again. He's such a gentleman. Such a gentleman. Every time. Every time. Because that's why he died on the cross. He knew what we were going to do. Our righteousness is as filthy as rags. And one thing I could say about God, since we bring in scripture in, right? Yes. Um, my favorite, 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 favorite passage mm. is about the leprous one, oh, right? Oh, my God. So, with the, the guys who had leprous, right? When they walked, God didn't heal them right away. Mm-mm. As they walked, it mm-hmm. sounded as, as though chariots mm. were coming. Mm. It, it sounded as though they were, they were so weak. Jesus. But they sound as strong as their walk. And that is how our walk of life is. Yes. Yes. I'm still struggling. Yes. But I'm walking. And as I walk, I'm getting sh- strength. My God. As I'm walking, I'm getting my strength. My God. As I'm talking to you, I'm getting my strength. Thank you, so Jesus. I, I struggle, but I'm gaining strength through this struggle. Jesus. And in the next couple of years, I will be married. Yes. You I, will ha- I will it. bear children. I will you bear better fruit. Speak in the it. next couple of years, I will do it. Because his word says, be his fruitful word and, and multiply. Right. That's what the word says. So it will happen. It will happen. I just don't know when. Right. But it will happen. And your faith is what is keeping you because you know it will happen. And you know that he will give you the desire for of it. Of my heart. Yeah, he will give me the de- desire. And even if it's not, even if he never takes that 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 desire for women away from you like i remember i was reading about paul and paul, paul struggled so hard so right bad. um his sin was so great but his walk was greater and his 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 faith was greater mm-hmm. and so when i'm reading i'm like lord why if if he was such a great man of god and he was so passionate about your word and he was so faithful why did you allow him to struggle so much like why was his struggle so great and then he asked me, I heard it clear that he said, would you be able to struggle for my namesake? Wow. Paul was mighty to me, and that's yes. why he had to struggle. So sometimes our, the greater your struggle, it's like you mean so much to God. Absolutely. Like, it's, it's in the weirdest way. But, but when you start putting on the mind of Christ and seeing... The way he sees you, it's because you had to go through what you went through because the souls that are attached to your name, the way he's going to use you. You had to experience homelessness. You had to experience homosexuality. You had to experience abuse. You had to experience being the abuser because the souls that you are going to help is great for his kingdom. So you had to struggle in a great way so you can be great. Absolutely. So that you can make others great. Because you know how many people... How many different people are going through exactly what you just talked about that you went through? They're going through it now. Yeah. So you had to go through these things. I agree. Um, and I, I wouldn't change my struggles for the world. Right. I wouldn't change. This has made me who I am. This has made you here on this, this podcast right this now. This has created my books. Girl. I have something to write about because I've been through it all. So now it's going to make you a millionaire. Speaking into existence, my girl. What happened? What's going to make me? A millionaire. Mic check one two one two. Is, gonna make me? is the mic on? It's on. It's on. It's gonna make me a what? A it's millionaire. It's gonna make you a prophetically speaking millionaire. Millionaire. And I I can't wait to get back. I Girl. can't wait to get back. I cannot wait That's to get back. That's what it's back. about. So I don't know. I just want to encourage whoever is struggling with homosexuality. Thank you, Jesus. Um, whoever is just struggling with themselves. Identity. Identity. Period. Do not stay away from God. 
He loves God you. God cares about your heart. Yes, eventually, you have to change, eventually. Get convicted, right? not condemned. Get convicted, not condemned. But also, look at it as a high school experience. When you were in ninth grade, you was not doing 12th grade work. Jesus, my God. Or even when you're in the shower, if your legs is dirty, you're not going to wash your arms. You're going to wash wow. your legs. Everything is a process. Get to God. They used to tell me, bring your girlfriend to church. Bring your girlfriend to church. Bring them to church. Bring your boyfriend to church. Wear what you want to wear. Don't come in too provocative. I used to come in bodycon dresses okay. to church because that's all I had. But I got there. If you, if you identify as a girl, dress it up and make it look pretty. If you identify as a guy, do what you got to do. But come to God. Come to God. There, what? Who shall separate us from the love who? of Jesus? Who? Who or what? Nothing. Nothing. Come to God. Not a little demon in hell. Not a demon. Not a demon. Not a little demon. <laughs> Shout out to Tay Tay. Not a demon. Not a little demon. <laughs> but um, no, seriously, come to God. Um, God, he didn't condemn me. He didn't turn his face away from me because I like girls. He didn't, right. He's still not turning his face he's away from me because not. I like girls. He's faithful. He's faithful to me and he loves me. And he keeps showing me and aiding me and, and showing me favor so I can know even when I do mess up, there is no condemnation in him. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? My God. Even when my mind goes back or even when I do make those phone calls or send those text messages, it's still grace for me. Even when Paul was killing Christians, it was still there's no there's no condemnation in Christ. Bro, David killed a whole man to lay up with his wife. There's no condemnation. Just come to me. Just come. Go Dirty, to Jesus. filthy. Let me wash your let feet. Let me wash you. This is I'm not a recovering homo. I'm not because I'm still Struggling. attracted to women. Right. So I'm not a recovering homo. I am who I am. But God still loves me. I'm just restraining and refraining from because doing what I want to do. Because the sin is not the thought of you wanting to be with the woman. The sin is acting the action. It. It's acting on it. So you could think about it for the rest of your life, but it's until you act on it where God is not going to condemn you. He's going to correct you. He's going to be like, all right, babe. You're doing too much. Let's try this again. You're doing Let's too much. Let's start from the beginning. I love you. Give me your hand. As a matter of fact, Give me her hand too. Give me her Trust hand me with her too. hand too. Because that was one of my things. My God. When, me, when I would go to church with my ex girlfriend, right? I'm a little parched. Yeah, a little parched, a <laughs> little ASMR moment. When me, <laughs> when me and my ex girlfriend would go to church together, I would be so scared because I'm like, Dag, she probably gonna hear the word and she gonna leave me because con con conviction's gonna go on her. I was so, like, anytime I stepped foot in the church doors with her, I was convicted and yeah. I felt scared because I'm like, ugh. This is when I lose everything. Yeah. And um, I didn't trust God enough to say, like, enough to know that even if he breaks us up, like, he still got both of us. Jesus. I didn't trust him. So when she get prophecies and stuff like this, I'm hiding. Like, mm. yo, I don't want to be around for it. Mm. Because I'm scared that he's going to take everything away from me. Yeah. The, the whole time is like the picture of Jesus with the teddy bear. He got the bigger mm. teddy bear behind his back for me. Mm. But I don't want to get let go of the smaller the one. The small, tiny teddy you know bear. Saying? But only if you knew what he had waiting only for you. If. But you have to be obedient and give obedient him the teddy, a, the teddy bear first. So it was going through all of that. So I know like some people, they don't want to go to church because they don't want to hear that with their partner. Mm -hmm. They don't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear it mm -hmm. But I have to 
But you had to. I had to. And even while hearing it, I still went home to her. Because the, the Lord knew when I would be ready. Yeah. He knew when I would be ready. Jesus. But all it takes is a, a, a made-up mind, and you have to make sure... And a your willing heart. Ooh. Your will is in alignment with the Father's. Come on. If your will is not in alignment with the Father's, it just won't work. It won't. It just won't work. So, yes, I'm going to say it for the 30th time. I struggle. Because most people think that you have to come to Jesus perfect. I'm gonna I gotta clean I myself before. How you yeah, gonna clean I'm gonna take yourself. a shower before I take a bath. Make it make sense. No, I'm coming to the, the cleaner. I'm coming to the master who's going to clean me. I'm coming to the shower to clean me. I'm, cu- I'm coming to him. I'm not going to come to the shower clean. Because then there's no point to coming no to the point. shower. And I can't get as... I could never get as clean... As the master a, would clean me. Ah, I can't do that. That's like going to bathe in a sink. And then say, let me get clean... You will not get as clean as you would going to take a bath or a shower, getting clean in the sink. The Lord makes me limited edition. Jesus. Dove don't do it. Jesus. So I I um I still struggle. And I'ma keep saying it. Because I, I need you to understand and I need people to understand that it's not about cleaning yourself up before you come. It's not. Come and let him clean you. Jesus. Come and let him clean you this this thing might just be the thorn in my side for the rest of my life yeah. because I, I might just need to help everybody else deal yes. with it. Yes. I might just need to introduce them to Christ because most yes. homos, uh, I'm not, forgive me, most people who struggle with homosexuality feel like God doesn't love them. Yes. Because what was preached to them for so long. Yes. Because the, the, some of, the church, I'm sorry. The oh, church. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. The camera's in. The camera's off as well. The church, I feel like because the church was so harsh to homosexuals, yes, they had to go against religion. Yes, most people don't understand. They think, oh, they're so disrespectful. No, y'all was disrespectful first. Jesus, y'all didn't show love. Jesus, y'all showed condemnation. Y'all, y'all made fun of them for having AIDS. Yes, y'all, y'all, y'all told them that that it was their fault. And regardless of whether it was regardless, he against still them, a soul. your responsibility was to always show love. There's still a soul. So I'm, I'm, I'm never, never, ever, ever, never, never gonna come against anybody. Mm-hmm. That's whether you're a murderer, a, a drunk, a thief. I'm never gonna come against anybody. Because I'm Jesus always, sat and broke bread with all, all of them. them, every last <laughs> one of them. Ah! So who am I? Who am I? So I, I appreciate the struggle because I'm still connected. Yes. I'm still connected. I'm yes. not so far gone to where I'm like I'm better than you doing that? Right. I'm not I'm not far gone. Mm-mm. I very much so know I could I could be the next person doing it. Yes. But because I'm choosing to die to myself. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not. And if I ever do, I'ma get back up. That's right. I'm not I'm never gonna stay down because I did it for too long. Too many years went by with me staying down. Too many unfulfilled prophecies because I decided to stay down and miss out. I decided to cast my pearls to swine. Jeez. Ah. Not happening. So I wanna encourage anybody who's listening to this, yes. anybody who's watching this, yes. that God is love. God is love. God loves you. And I promise his love is enough. His love is enough. His love is sufficient. His love is kind. His love is patient. Ooh. He loves us so much. His love doesn't keep record of wrong. He does not keep record of wrongdoing. The other day I went through something and battling. Yeah. Because I struggle with homosexuality. I'm battling. Yeah. And, you know, some, some days it's dormant. 
while other days it's, it's, it's a loud voice in my ear that I just yeah. can't get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So I went to prayer on Wednesday. We do overnight prayer. You yeah. come. It's I went about- to prayer on Wednesday and I was in condemnation. Mm. And that Wednesday I didn't want to go. Yeah. And if I'm being completely honest, I said, Lord, I don't think I could do this mm. any longer. Like I can't serve and feel the way I feel mm. anymore. I-, I can't do this because yeah. I want to be free right now. Yeah. And Brother Kellen prayed for me mm. and he told me that you keep looking at everything you're doing wrong. My God. When God has an angel recording every time you decided to not do something, every time you decided to not make that phone call, every time you decided to not do what you want to do, every Thank time you. you decided to not, God, God is making sure somebody's recording That's that. What he's he's not recording at. the times that you did. He's not. And that put so, that that put something, it implanted something so great in me, because life is a struggle. It is. But my God is so much realer than the struggle that life what? is. And I, I just thank my God. Is, I, what? My yoke is easy. My burden is light. It's light, real light. Because it's gonna be a burden. Life it is gonna come with burdens, but His burden is light. So you rather just a burden? Because it's gonna be there anyways. Or you or rather, do, rather it God. do it with God. And that's why I'll never turn my back. Thank you, I can Jesus. never turn my back. So if you had one thing to say to 19-year-old Raven, one piece of advice before we go, Ooh. what would you say? Love Raven. Love you. Through it all, love you. Through it, Through all. it all, love you. If I knew what love was when I was 19, mm. I probably would have accomplished so much more in my life Mm. if I knew what love was but because I did not know what love was instead of chasing not even chasing but instead of filling voids filling voids I could have been in school Mm. I could have been getting my masters I could have been establishing my career but because I didn't love me Mm. that wasn't important to me Mm. feeling was important to me. Yeah. And stop following your feelings. Stop. Your feelings are temporary. They're fleeting. They are a temporary My heart is deceitful. Your heart is deceitful. Stop following your feelings. Stop following your feelings. Stop following your feelings. I still have to tell myself that today. Yes. Stop following your feelings. Yes. And follow the voice of God. Thank you, Look for God at the in the darkness stop looking for light at the end of the tunnel and find god in your darkness in the darkness my god that's what i would say to 19 year old raven and that's all we have folks that's a wrap cousins i hope y'all enjoyed this episode because i know i sure did to all my exes don't be mad at me (laughs) i still love y'all but yeah they had to know who i was Love you. I love you more. You are so fab. Am I? You are. God I'm bless like, your I testimony. Like I was all over the place. No, that I was good. Me. That I was good. You. We love you guys. Love you guys. Y'all stay blessed. Ciao. Bye.
So before we wrap up this episode, I just want to say thank you so much, guys, for watching, for tuning in. If you're listening, if you're watching the video, I really pray, pray, pray that you guys have got something out of this video. If you want more of an in-person encounter, we are having a free Enzyme live brunch August 12th. August 12th, pull up. Be there or be square. Okay, we're going to have a five-person panel. We're going to have a brunch. We're going to have prayer. We're going to have activities. We're going to have mocktails. We're going to have a time in the Lord. And I am excited to see you. I'm excited to meet you. So you can get the tickets in the link. Um, the link is going to be in the show notes or in the YouTube um YouTube bio, the the description. And if you want to check out any of um, Raven Washington's books, you guys can check her out and follow her on Instagram at written by RW on Instagram. RMW. Sorry. Written by RMW. You can also go on Amazon and get um, all my books are on Amazon. Phoenix of Revelation. This is how it looks. Yes. Um, I have The Death of Me. This is how it looks on Amazon. And also a servant's prayer, whichever one you feel like you relate to, you can yes. purchase it on Amazon. Um, can can we say? Can I say a quick? I prayer? was about to say we need to pray, but really wow. quickly, if you guys um, feel led to DM Raven, she's more than open to it. If you want to share written your testimonies, written by RMW, written yes. by RMW, and I guess it'll be up as well. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. absolutely. But you want to lead us out in prayer? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Father God, we thank you for today. Lord God, we thank you for what you're doing in Free in Zion. We thank you for what you're doing in my life. Lord God, I ask that you touch anybody who comes across this video. Lord God, I ask that you show them your love like never never before and show them that there is no condemnation in you. Lord God, I ask that you come down and pour your spirit out on anybody who is seeking your face on today, Lord God. Lord God, I ask that you... You show them, Lord God, who you are, Lord God. Lord God, I ask that you be you, who you were to me, to them, Lord God. Yes, Lord God, I ask that you allow me to continue to be open, Lord mm. God, to tell them my story, Lord God. Lord God, I ask that you continue to use me as a vessel. Thank Lord God, God, I ask that you continue to use Zion as a vessel. Lord God, I ask that you touch Izzy right now, Lord God. Touch Bella right now, Lord God. Lord God, give her strength, Lord God. Lord God, pour down on her like never before, Lord God. I ask that you open doors for every last one of her every last one of us as individuals Lord God Lord God I ask that you pour your spirit out on this world Lord God Lord God show these people what your love is really like Lord God and we'll be careful to give your name all glory honor and praise in Jesus name I pray amen thank you Jesus thank you God I feel the Lord I feel the Lord so I thank you, Lord, for pouring your thank spirit Jesus. out, not only on this moment, but on this episode. Thank let it Jesus. not just be an episode, Lord. Let it be an encounter. Let it be an exchange, Father. Mm. Let them see who you really are. Thank you, Jesus. Not for what people say you are, who people say you are. Thank you, Lord. I pray that every soul that watches this video has an encounter, a new fresh wind flows in their belly, Lord God. I thank you, Lord, thank you, Jesus. for what is about to happen in your sons and daughters' lives. That they are now free in Zion, Lord God. Free mm. in Christ, Lord. Free, free through you. Jesus Christ, Lord thank God. You, free in the holiest, holy, holy. God, I thank, thank you. you, Lord, that they will walk out, of, out their calling and their purpose. And they'll find what their calling and purpose is through you, Lord. And once again, there is no condemnation in Christ. So I thank you, Father. You are a good, good Father. Good Father. 
So in Jesus' name, we all say amen. Thank you, Jesus. And that is all. I love you, cousins. Y'all stay blessed. I love you guys, and I hope to see you guys soon.